JD, Vagus Falcha, Gagil Gavarishja, Ismisha Mark. August Ismisha Dunal. So, it's been quite a while. It's since been too long. We released our last episode just before Halloween. God, it's been so long. So, um, a lot has happened, a lot's been done, and a lot has been learned. Yep. So, I'm going to start off um, with a little correction in our Irish. We, um, at the end of every episode, we would say. Chiefy may shiv shocked and shahogan. But it should actually be Chiefy may shocked and shahoganiv, which is for uh, a bunch of grammatical reasons, which we'll not delve too far into. Because your head will explode. But it's <laughs> it's um it's about pronouns, about how um shiv and iv are similar but different, the way um ta she is uh she is but if you just drop the uh, the S and you, you said E, it would be her. So she is she and E is her. The same way she is he and A is him. So uh, as well as that, the pronouns should always go at the end of a sentence. So when I'm using the pronoun for you plural which is if as opposed to shiv, it should go at the end of the sentence. So not to boggle your minds too much, you don't really, I, I mean, it doesn't really matter if you were to say to somebody, chief, you may who shocked and shocked, they, they're, they're going to know what you're going to say, what you're saying. So it doesn't really matter that much. Uh, but just to refine our own Irish and to keep ourselves right, that's what we're going to use from now on. So it'll be chief, you may shocked and shocked and if. You know, it shows that we're still learning as well, though. You know, yeah, if, if oh, we're definitely. getting it's things like that wrong, but. It's not really wrong, it's just... Yeah, it's just grammar. I yeah. mean, um, at the end of the day, if somebody came up to you in English and said something that was grammatically incorrect... You um, still kind of get the gist of you it. Get, you know what they're saying. And it's the same in Irish. Like, nobody's gonna... If anybody does try and put you down, um, just just, just tell them that you're, you know, you're a learner. Ask them, do they... Uh, what, what my Irish teacher says to me is ask them, um, and, and dig into. So, do you understand? Like, and, and dig yeah, into. yeah. Uh, and if they say yes, then what's the issue? If they are, if they know what you're saying. So uh, it's uh, basically it's just to keep ourselves right. If you want to keep using what we had been using, it's it's completely up to yourselves. Uh, we're just refining ourselves, which is what the show's all about. It's all about um, our journey and your journey. Yep. So uh, moving straight on to the news, there has been quite a lot since our last episode. So we're just going to brush over <laughs> a good bit of it. Um. Something that I wanted to bring up uh, was that I seen uh, just today actually a rapper in Irish from Kerry. So it's Monster Irish and he is a poet and a rapper who raps completely Oskilga, completely in Irish. Okay, yeah. Uh, which is uh, mind-boggling to say the least. <laughs> I can't I, I can't myself pick up a word of it, but... um. Well, bits and pieces here and there, but I mean nothing. I couldn't, I couldn't take a sentence out of it and tell you what he's saying. But maybe for more experienced learners, that might pick up bits and pieces, or somebody who just wants to listen to it, which is what I do. So, um, his name is Seamus Para O'Sullivan. Uh, we will, we'll link him on the Facebook page, on the Twitter page. We'll get him out there. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty good if, if it's your cup of tea, poetry or rapper or whatever. So, um. Just something to check out. Uh, then on to 
more uh, kind of controversy uh, in our area around Belfast um, and in the North of Ireland, where uh, the Irish language is just shrouded in controversy at the moment. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff going on in politics, but basically um, the the people of this country are um, are demanding that we have an Irish language act at the moment. So in the Republic of Ireland, they have an Irish language act which protects the language. Yeah. So they have their road signs bilingual. It'll be in English and in Irish. They can use Irish in the judicial system. They can um, speak Irish in the courts, um, receive any official documentation in Irish. Where in the North, we don't have that. We don't have bilingual road signs. We don't have all that protection. We don't have secured um, funding for schools that are going through the medium of Irish language, which is um, unsettling to say the least. Yeah. Especially for the parents um, and the people who run the schools of children who are coming up in the Irish language, like through that medium, um, who could have their funding cut or don't have access to any kind the of language resources that yeah. they use yep. around them, like in their world around them. So there's a group out there at the moment, it's called Andram Jarg. We will share their Facebook page, they're on Facebook. You should look them up, you should give them a like. They released a video there about why the um, the people would like to see an Irish language, why the public would like to see an Irish language act. Um, so you should give it a look. Uh, it is, uh, I, I, like, I'm, I'm well aware that we have listeners within Ireland and outside Ireland. It's specific to Ireland, but it needs all the support it can get. Yep. So if you can go and give it a look, go and give it a like, much appreciated. Um, as well as that, some of the, the ministers in our government at the moment have brought up that there's a 279-year-old ban on Irish language in the courts. So it's it's illegal to use the language in the courts and there were similar bans across the water in england scotland and wales that were lifted a couple of hundred years ago yeah um and at the moment they're trying to get that repealed just so that people can use the irish language in courts and not be not be punished for it so the the language is surrounded in controversy at the moment but hopefully it clears up soon but it can it it could use all the uh all the help it can get all the support yeah yeah definitely so we'll be um sending that out on the facebook page if you just want to give that a like and a share so a bit lighter news at the moment um not uh the political mess that's that's happening is um edge here is bringing out some new music everybody is as excited as usual oh yeah um and he released a song called castle on the hill um, when he done when he when he released these songs, he said that he's got two songs coming out on his next album, which are gonna be like about Ireland or based somewhere in Ireland, and he is or was I'm not sure if he's found them, but he he was looking for um a group of Irish dancers for like his music video and stuff, a group that do a lot of uh songs in Irish, do a lot of uh like Irish language activism and really try and um bring the language to the modern times. And reach a modern audience called Shaolin have uh, done a cover of Castle on the Hill by Ed Sheeran, and it's great. You should give it a listen. They do a lot of covers. They done Avicii's um, "Wake Me Up," mm-hmm. Oscar Gilga. I got that that blew up on YouTube. It was brilliant. And Castle on the Hill's no different. 
I just can't believe how quickly they did it. <laughs> I know, yeah, it <laughs> seems like the whole like translation making done. Yeah, just the next day, just straight like in, straight in the arch. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, and and it, and it worked out great. Yeah, it, yeah, it is, I loved it. It's unbelievable. They are brilliant, really so, are. Yeah, give that a listen. We'll share that on Twitter. Yeah. Um, go on and uh, and listen to that because it's great. Uh, also throughout the podcast now, we're gonna begin to introduce different bits and pieces of irish just small sentences here and there we'll tell you what they mean like as we say them but eventually we're going to stop saying it in irish and in english um so you'll see as it's going on uh we will just start throwing irish in here and there Can't um, you? Yeah, definitely yeah and uh try and just get your brains working just to get you used to hearing the language from different voices which is what it's all about you've got to train your ear yep we're going to be going into the story of the banshee and how that came about frightening welcome to his stories so um today i thought we would get into a wee bit of the irish mythology and about the banshee so the banshee um in modern irish is pretty much banshee um and it it kind of trans- translates to woman of the fairy mound or fairy woman. Um, it's a female spirit who, in Irish mythology anyway, um, heralds the death of a family member, usually by letting off a huge shriek or a scream, as a lot of people would have called it, um, or keening, which I'll get onto very soon. So her name's connected to mythology, um, more importantly, or mount- through mounds. Um, that dot all along the Irish countryside, um, which are literally just known as side, which is Sid in singular, okay. in Old Irish. The Banshee is described in Gaelic as wearing red or green, usually with long, dishevelled hair, described as reddy orange in the medieval times, and said to shimmer like a wildfire. She can appear in a variety of different forms which I didn't know about until I did more research into <laughs> it. I thought it was just a, an old woman in a white dress oh, that yeah, screamed so at you. Um, but she's usually seen as very ugly and a frightful kind of hag. Um, but she can also appear as young and beautiful um, if she chooses. And there's a lot of tales which um, where the, the banshee appears. She kind of is not referred to as the hag, but as a more beautiful woman instead. But it still is just as frightening. <laughs> it's really, really odd. There's another type of banshee called the Eubrian banshee. And this is thought they have been named, um, but I think it's Ibel or Aribel. And this was the ruler of 25 other banshees who would always be at her attendance. So if you see 25 banshees, you know she's going to be about somewhere. So I'd go the other way. Um but it's possible, and it's been told in different stories, that the source of the idea for the wailing from numerous uh, banshees is to signify the death of a great person, maybe like a leader or like a king, something like that. Right. Okay, makes uh, sense. Yeah. Um, mostly, and it's not all of it, but a lot of the stories were told um, to say that, that the banshees came from surnames that had O, Mick, or Mac on, um, which means they would go further back into uh, actual traditional Gaelic tribes and um, as opposed to any kind of kind of foreigners that would kind of come in later on with different invasions and stuff 
Um, so it said that the Banshees are connected to those people and people with their surnames. But as I said, it's not all of them because there has been a lot of mention of Banshees, especially in Norman literature. Um, so it's not completely solely Irish, you know. It's, yeah. it's near enough along the whole kind of realm around here. Yeah. But not exclusively Ireland and not exclusively those names. You'll find that with a lot of mythology that uh, it bears close similarities to other um, seemingly different cultures uh, who, it, 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 in, in some cases, it almost looks like they've just taken the mythology from somebody else's culture and just changed names. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, actually, coming up here, um, in a few parts of Leinster, she's been referred to as the Keening Woman. So, whose wheel can be so piercing that it actually shatters glass. So that's, you know, how high-pitched does that oh, have yeah. to be? Um, I can't imagine you having very good hearing after that either. The definition of a shriek. Yeah. Um, similarly, in Scottish folklore, there's a similar creature um, called the Little Washerwoman. Um, I'm not even going to try and pronounce that in Gaelic because I just can't do it. Um or little washer at the ford and they're just seen washing their bloodstained armor okay that's really ominous <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that that that's quite uh creepy so obviously that's irish and scottish but there's also in welsh folklore as well um there's another similar creature but she's simply known as the hag of the mist which is also very ominous and <laughs> would not like to see that the hag of the mist the hag of the mist it sounds like an insult. It does a wee bit, doesn't it? You're the hack of the mist. Desperate. Yeah, you kind of... Uh, Ireland, Scotland and Wales are all... They're, they're, they're all closely related in terms of like their mythology. And even when you look into it, um, a lot of English kind of mythology is... is uh, Quite similar. It's, it's closely related. Yeah. Some of it, some of it is almost identical. Mm-hmm to uh the irish mythology and uh, like as you know it depends on where you're, you're you're heavily biased and things like that like you're gonna say oh yeah it originated in ireland because you're you are yourself from ireland or yeah, if you're from england yeah. you're gonna say came from england so um given how close they are in the proximity though it's it's obviously it's all... very easy to see that 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 can carry across the water because yeah there would have been a lot of moving between lands and... yeah stuff like that so it's quite easy to see where all the mythologies kind of just meld together everything starts to sound and look so similar it's not not the same as having a story on facebook when you're when you're told a a third person story it kind of changes a wee bit like chinese whispers yeah so imagine that going down the pipeline from country to country (laughs) chinese whispers throughout thousands of years yeah so coming up next we're going to be talking about the uh the infographic that is in it um i know uh, we we actually we spoke about this like three months ago but uh it's uh in its final stages we've pretty much got it all done we're going to get it printed off laminated and it's going to be given away on facebook with a bunch of other uh with a bunch of other stuff yep uh there's going to be some maps of ireland uh completely oscalga completely in irish um and some other wee bits and pieces so if you haven't already liked our facebook page and twitter stuff like that you better get liking, because oh, then yeah, you have definitely. to be in it to win it. So we're going to get straight into the infographic. Uh, I'm going to run through all the different um, Irish phrases that are going to be on it in this episode. 
So if you don't have the infographic, can't if you don't get your hands on it, um, all all of the stuff's gonna be here, and it it's just it just entails all of the Irish that we have used up to date in the series. So um, it's all gonna be right here in the one place from episodes one to uh the Halloween special. Yep. Um, and we're gonna run through it all right now. So. The the first piece that we're gonna do is uh August So the the Jadeev is uh it's hello plural. So it's really just like God to you, like God be with you. Mm-hmm. So some people don't really use it in modern times. They'll just say like Jamartatu or Konastatu or whatever just uh to start a conversation as you would in English. So you'd just walk up to somebody and say, Ak, all right, how you doing? Um but formally, you'd like to you'd like to stick with this because it it is quite formal. So, when we say "jadev" or "dev" or um, in whatever uh, dialect that you happen to be learning or using, um, it's it's just hello to a group of people. Yeah. So, "jadev uh, August falcha gugil gavrischa." So the falcha is of course welcome, like the old expression "ked mila falcha." Well, a hundred thousand welcomes. Yep. Um. Falcha Gilgavrishja is welcome to Gilgavrishja. Uh the next one is Misha. Is Misha Mark August? Is Misha Donal? So as you can as I'm sure you can tell, um from the Kohex, from the context, the is Misha means I am. So I'm Mark August. Dunno. Is for Gilgavrishja, Nabarla Klishja. So the first piece of Irish that we ever talked about on the show, yep, which is of course where the show got its name from, which is a shanockle, and shanockle means um, like a proverb, which is an old Irish proverb, yep, and it means um, you know it's better to speak broken Irish than it is to speak clever English, and broken Irish being the Gilgavrishja, which is where we have gotten the name of our show. So coming up next is Cúpulafacal. Uh, which is very simply a couple of words. Yeah. So it's um kind of kind of relating to the one we've just talked about before and um, about broken Irish. Yeah. If you have just a couple of fuckle. So you say uh in Irish you would say to cupola fuckle ogum, which means I have a couple of words, um, and it and it basically just means that you can speak very very limited Irish. Like mm-hmm. you could maybe say your name, you could say hello to somebody, ask them how they're doing. It's almost as if if you go somewhere like you're learning something in school, and people will turn around and you say, "Do you know any anything?" Say for example, French. Do you know any French? And you just say, "Oh no, I'm only just conversational." It's 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 essentially what you're saying. It's yeah, good. you're you've just got you've just um you only know a tiny bit of the language. Yeah, that that's what it's talking about. So couple of focal. Um, there's also a system of, uh, kind of badges and certificates that you can get. Yep. Um, and they are the Fania. So you, you would get the Fania Aragid or the Fania Or. And the first step in that kind of journey would be the Kupla Fockel. Yep. Which is the first one that you go for, um, depending on where you are and with the, the language when you go into it. And it's, it's just a, it's, it's a milestone basically that you have the Kupla Fockel that um you've started your journey in learning irish uh up next is nyacht and you've heard this a lot with mark's segments um which is very simply the news um so 
Shanae, that's it. Shanae. <laughs> uh, that's basically all there is for that one. Um, the next one, Kajay Maratatu. Ah, Tamagumoi, Gormelgoth. My Hayakara. So, uh, what was basically just said there is, I said Kajay Maratatu, which means... Um, How are you? How are you? Donald replied with... Tamagumoi, Gormelgoth. So, it's just, I am good. Thank you. Um, and I said, my Hayakara. Which basically just means, you know, good for you, good on you, mate. Akara, friend, well or done. mate. Um, also, you could finish that sentence with Augustahan, which would be asking, and, and yourself, how are you? Yep. So, uh, just following that with some basic um, kind of pieces of furniture or, uh, you know, items in the <laughs> house. So, the first one is Quishnior, uh, which means fridge that's your refrigerator uh the next one bala which means the wall yep then you have finyog the window doris this is a very very hard one the door so after that we're going to go into um some phrases in an episode that we done a while ago when we're talking about um integrating more irish into your life and around your house yeah so imagine why imagine why which means good morning. Uh, and then Ditch, which is the hello to one person. As we were talking about earlier, Geodeve is hello plural so uh, multiple to a group people. of people. Yep. And Geodeach is, if you're just talking to one person, just hello. It, and it's quite formal. As we said, a lot of people um, here in Ireland would say just Kajemaratatu. Uh, mm-hmm. To start a sentence the way you would in English, just how are you? Yeah. Our next sentence on the uh, infographic is "It's just bulalat," which means it's nice to meet you. So it's just bulalat. Um, bula actually means to hit somebody. So uh, back in time, as we've said before uh, in one of the other episodes, the Celts would have been very physical. So they would have made contact the way in modern times we would shake a hand. Maybe they would like bump chests or bump shoulders you know like Hit young you boys in the shoulder. Yeah. a farmer brown as we would call it so it's uh, basically it's saying like it's nice to hit you it's nice to make contact with you or uh, you know here in Ireland you know in Belfast would say something like you know here I bumped into Marty on the way down the street but you didn't you didn't actually bump into him you just happened to see them you just happened to see them so it's the same idea you know you didn't you're not actually hitting somebody you're not saying it's nice to hit you, you it's just how in Irish, you would say, it's nice to meet you. It's nice to make your acquaintance. So coming up next, there are a few ways of saying goodbye to people. Um, obviously, the first one is just slán. Uh, which means goodbye. However, in Old Irish, um, and and even even today, slán means safe. Mm-hmm. So in Ireland in the old days, when you were leaving your house, um, they would, it, it would literally be life or death. No matter where you were going, Ireland was covered with wolves and all sorts of natural dangers. So you left the house and you were playing with your life, basically. Yeah. So if somebody said slan, they were they were telling they were literally telling you to be safe on your journey. So yeah. That's where that comes from. You don't it, um in modern times, it's uh it's easy. You know, if you've got a book or a billiog, which is a handout or a, just a piece of paper with information on it um it it would 
you have to translate the way that you speak now. So it would say slan and beside it, it would say goodbye. Yeah. And you kind of lose the origin of the word, where that where that word has come from, why it is there, because it means safe. So why do we yep. say slan and mean bye? So you don't really want to use that when you, you kind of have to translate almost literally. Yeah. Um, so that's just the origin of the word. Other variations are slanavalia. Which means safe home. Yeah. Uh, you know, have a safe journey home. And slangafoil, which is see you soon. Yeah, uh, it's basically just means, you know, bye for now. Yeah. Uh, I'll see you later. Um, another one, which we don't have on the infographic, but uh, which I'll, I'll just say to you would be slan lat, which is just, you know, safety with you, you know, be safe. Um, and the last one on the on the infographic is, as we discussed at the start of this uh, show, Chiefy May shocked and shahoganiv. So that's... I'll see you next week. Next week, yep. So, Fiha Aberch are an Biliog. So, there's um, 20 statements on that on that Biliog on that handout. On, hand on, yeah. on the infographic. Um, so, I, I, I can only hope that you've picked up something from the episode. It was a lot to throw out. Um, so, just, you know... When you when you get handed a lot of information like that, you're not going to be using all of it. So just take some of the information that you can pull um, from whatever you've heard, just even if it's just one statement, and practice it and say it to people. And this episode will always be here. You can always come back to it if you wanted to hear something again. Um, don't it's try and, be online. Yeah, don't try and overwhelm yourself learning. You know, all all twenty statements. Um, that are that are going to be on the infographic just uh take what you what you'll naturally have a you'll you'll naturally have a draw to some statements like whether it was how are you or even just by there's something that you'll hear and you'll be like i can use that i'll use that every day yeah so just take that and use it every day and if you want to come back and you think you you find an example where you could have used something else but you forgot what it was nabi burha don't worry about it just um come back to the episode later hear the statement say it again and then bin it if you have to yeah just that you, you don't have to commit everything to memory it'll come over time even just if you write out the phonetics of it just so you know what you're saying and how to say it properly you know um it'll just help you learn that's what i would i'd still do that now um any new words you're learning if you write out the phonetics of it um so when you're looking over it it just it becomes much easier to say yeah, and then you'll just start to learn backwards. If you'll see that word, you know how to say it properly, and then you know the translation of it. So it all it all comes together eventually. Yeah, it just takes a bit of time. So when you yeah when you first start, you're going to be using your phonetics, um, and that's uh, obviously that's a necessity. You need to learn how to use the Irish language, how um and, and how to say its its words. Yeah. Um. So on the infographic, the the phonetics are going to be there. However, I will say where you can, don't use them. Yeah. Because you'll become accustomed to reading words in Irish and just knowing how to say them. So the less you use the phonetics, the better. But of course, don't be worrying about using them at the moment, just if you're beginning or if you're even moving on a wee bit. Um, sometimes I have to go back and use some phonetics for some words because some of them are just 
really they're just out there like some spellings in Irish is, is just mental could be a word that's about 15 characters long yeah I just don't know how to say that that's um, about something very easy but with with practice you'll begin to learn because it, it's it's very set that it does have a lot of rules that it sticks to um and you will the word will tell you how to say it and yeah. you just got to get used to it yeah so um you know use phonetics now while you have to but just make sure that you're consciously trying to phase them out over time. You'll start to learn like wee small rules, such things like BH will end up becoming V. Yeah. As you're as you're going to pronounce it. So Or W, depending yeah. on the situation. Yes, it depends on the sentence and that's all your grammar coming in. But yeah. it's it's wee things like that you'll start to pick up and it's very It becomes it sounds uh it sounds kinda difficult at the start. Um in the next episode we are actually gonna cover some of the sounds um that they the and some of the signs that certain letters and certain combinations of letters will make in words we ourselves don't know them all um but we will cover for you uh what wealth of knowledge that we have a variety at the moment. yeah so um don't get bogged down on it it'll come to you yeah. over time yeah. just use the phonetics while you have to and phase them out um so that's the infographic that'll be up uh, as a competition on facebook um along with a bunch of other bits and pieces with irish on them some maps of ireland which is all in irish uh, it's 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 honestly great stuff um i have a feeling you're gonna love it so just make sure you're watching the facebook page for that competition to come up and the next thing that we're going to do here is the phrase of the week so uh the phrase of the week or in this case, the three, the phrase of the last three months is going to be, um, for God's sake, or uh, it's also translated to, uh, God damn it. So, you know, for God's sake, why didn't you get this episode out three months ago? God damn it. Uh, so the phrase in Irish is inanimje. So inanimje. Uh, and to wrap up our episode, we are, of course, uh, going to do um our two counties so this week donal has the county of Derry. lovely so um so i've chosen Derry, um which is an anglicization of uh dora um and it simply means oak grove or oak wood which i think is just so nice <laughs> yeah uh yeah Derry's like uh Derry itself is a beautiful place yeah uh, with what sounds like just a really welcoming name. Just sounds lovely. Yeah, that's great. Um, I have Cork, which is the complete opposite side of Ireland. It's literally the bottom, yep. and Derry's literally the top. Yeah, so it's one of the southernmost cities, and it's also the third biggest city in Ireland, behind Dublin and Belfast. Um, so it was founded by, or according to tradition at least, by St. Finbar in the 7th century, that far back. Um, and the word cork is an anglicization of the word corky, which literally just means like marshy or soft. Kind of like the soft ground. Which makes sense, considering it's quite coastal. Um, so a lot, of the, a lot of the land around there would be quite soggy. It, yeah, it is. It's quite soft. Um, so that's, that's cork found it uh an incredibly long time ago so yeah that's uh pretty much it for this episode um again 
uh, we can only apologize for the delay. Um, but you can expect to hear an episode now every week. Definitely, yeah. Kinsha, definitely. Yeah, good kinsha. So, Chiefy may shocked and shahoganif. We'll see you all next week. Slan Slan.